Before we start this podcast, I want to definitely remind you of a sponsor for Fresh of the Word, 20 by 20 Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, bleeps, and body slams along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest. In a world of wrestling where there's hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads, don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all the tees in-house. So if you'd like to discuss a possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or even Zubaz, then drop them a line at 20by20apparel.com. That's the number 20x, the number 20apparel.com. And also check out their enamel pin line. It's super cool. Fresh is the word. I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty hoes. I keep it fresher than fresh, but you already know. You suckers bummy, I'm money, I got a ton of flows. My weed loud like a motherfucking thunder roll. Your shit quiet like you ballin' on a budget though. We see your kicks and we laugh and yell about it though. You see me shining like a suit on puffy. You know my grindin' shit is too strong, buddy. That's why the dude call money. I be stuntin' like it's nothing at all. Cause it's nothing to me, it's probably something to y'all. Trying to smoke like me, then come and fuck with your dog. Got a closet full of kids, you can't cop it tomorrow. And I'm fresher than the freshest, you can tell it's in my essence. Bitch, you see the way I'm rapping? Yes, I do this shit to death. I tell I'm running out of breath. I tell somebody cut a check. But either way, you know it's fresh. But either way, you know it's fresh. Fresh. We fresh. 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 All right, welcome to the Fresh of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier, and like always, we have the freshest of guests. My guest for this episode is the lead vocalist for the New Zealand four-piece band Devil's Skin. Uh, welcome to the, jo- uh, to the show, uh, Jenny Schoolander. Hello. Nice to be here. Great, great. I um, first heard of Devil's Skin from the last album of yours, um, the... Um, be like, be like the river. Yep. I remember getting a, a promo for that, and I really enjoyed it. My my favorite track on that album was House Thirteen. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed that one, and um, I was like, all right, cool. They got a new album coming out. They have a new album. Uh, it's called Red. It's coming out worldwide, <laughs> all the platforms on April third, uh, which will be a week from when we're recording this. So yep. like. What was sort of the mind state of the band going into making this album? Um, well, it had been a few years since we'd actually released um, something. So um, we just wanted to to have an album with, with a lot of passion. Um, there's a lot of emotion in the album. Um, actually, a lot of the songs written from life experiences. Um, yeah, and we just wanted it to be kick-ass and to to be a step up from Be Like the River and We Rise as well. You know, when you were, when you were going into making this album and you wanted to, you know, make that next logical step, you know, what were some of the things you thought about? What were some of the things that maybe you're like, okay, we, we did this well on the last album, but we want to do it better now. You know, were there any things like that? Um, 
of yeah, there was more us taking control. Um, you know, we had a producer and he'd give us ideas and a lot of the time we just kind of roll with ideas, but this time we're like, no, we're going to, we're going to do it this way, you know, um, sort of, yeah, taking control of the album. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, just trying to be all on the same level as well, which can be hard when you're in a four piece band. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. What were some of the, what were sort of, sort of like some of the freedoms that you feel like you had with this album in comparison to rolling with all those ideas from the producer last time? Um, just sort of using little tidbits of sound, um, just um, you know suggesting them suggesting vocal ideas and me going, well, no, I want to stick to my guns with this one. Um, yeah, I don't know. We just it was just a lot better recording wise for this album. So um, I think we're all pretty happy and we're all a lot more comfortable with how the process went than the last few years. Like your vocal ideas uh, for this record, you know, how would you describe them? What, what do you feel like it was different on this record? Um, just a lot of the harmonies were a little, you know slightly different ideas there and um just sort of the more the scream stuff I, I wanted to do um you know a bit more brutal I guess <laughs> <laughs> and when you kind of look look at the sort of progress of this um that this band has made since it was formed back in uh, on 2010, and you, you were in bands before then, you know, sort of mm-hmm. like, what kind of sticks out in your mind? What kind of sticks out on your mind about, like, like those beginning years of this band, you know, transitioning from another band and where you've become the, come so far? Um, Just, we've matured a lot over the years or I've matured a lot. I think my voice has changed as well over the years. I've, I've got better control now. Um, it's a bit more raspy as well, which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is cool. Um, and yeah, you just, just knowing more what to do when you're in the studio and on stage and, um, still loving it though, you know, absolutely still feeling like it is day one of being in a band. Yeah. <laughs> What do you do personally to sort of, you know, using your voice as an instrument, you know, what, what do you do to sort of, sort of mold that talent, mold how you use your voice, you know, take care of it? Um, I do a lot of warm ups. Um, I make sure my fitness is a big part of it, you know, um, especially coming up to a gig, I'll work extra hard. I'll do warm ups every day, um, (laughs) or even recordings as well. And just, eating healthy and that sort of thing. So I think, I feel like whatever you put in your body and what you do is going to help with your voice. Or, yeah. You know, what, uh, you know, what kind of a kid were you, you know, when did you first sort of get that music bug? Um, well, I was raised on a lot of heavy metal from my dad. Um, so like Judas Priest and Dio and stuff. And yeah. I remember I started piano lessons when I was nine. Um, and then I was sort of in, you know, joined the school orchestra or whatever. Um, I joined a vocals group 
at high school just mainly to get out of classes and to hang with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, my the music teacher saw something in me and yeah, made me come in on weekends and work on things and and then I guess my dad had some musician friends who got me together with some band members. This is like back in 2001. And yeah, it kind of went from there. <laughs> and I realized that this is what I wanted to do, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. What are some things that you, what are some of the things that you did outside of music growing up? You know, what were some of your, your favorite memories? Um, ooh, growing up, um, I'm from a place called Rotorua in New Zealand. So it's like the tourism place of New Zealand. Um, okay. yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, I was I was right into art as well as a kid, like drawing, especially drawing little cartoons and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, New, New Zealand's got a pretty cool. Like, everyone was just chill kids, and um, used to ride my bike a lot. <laughs> you know, from your perspective, what's sort of like the, you know, kind of extend on that more sort of like the culture in New, New Zealand, like especially when you were growing up, you know, how did that sort of affect you? Um, I think just a lot of kids in New Zealand, especially the late 80s, 90s is when I was a kid, just you're outdoor more, oh, you know, outdoors more. We didn't really have a lot of video games. Right. I, growing up, my household didn't have the internet or a computer. Um, yep. So we were always outside, you know, on the trampoline or, or, you know, I did a little bit of gymnastics when I was younger. So it's always that sort of stuff. <laughs> just outside and play play for hours until it was dark you know you know as as you you know started to grow up uh became an adult you know how did sort of like the your surroundings influence your you know your art your music you know what sort of what was sort of like you know new zealand like during that time um i guess coming into say teenage years when i was really getting into to rock music and stuff. And I was just quite a shy person. Um, and I felt that music helped me express a lot of things. Um, you know, a lot of my, my girlfriends were listening to um, pop music and I was, I was listening to, like, Anima by Tool and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, and I guess, um, like any situation... New Zealand's kind of the same with, with teenagers and growing up and, you know, first loves and all that sort of thing. And um, for a while there, I was like, only dated guys that were in bands. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Young and dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from the music that you grew up on, you know, from your, your dad, like, what were some of your favorite bands, albums that really meant a lot to you that, you know, you feel like you had a personal connection with? Um, probably Deftones, Around the Fur. Um, oh, yeah. Just reminds me of, of being a 14-year-old and just, you know, puppy love and that sort of thing. Um, oh, what else have we got here? Um, Snot, Get Some. I was a big fan of, of Lynn Strait from Snot. And, yeah. Um, a lot of the music just made me want to be in a band as well. Um, and, and then I sort of 
few years on, started getting into other stuff like the Mars Volta, like Delouse and the Crematorium is one of my favorite albums of all time. Incredible. Uh, yeah, and Code in Cambria. I've actually had the opportunity to open for them twice in New Zealand, which is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I don't think of any other albums that were really. I mean, I was into a lot of music as a teenager. Your, your tools and Slipknot, like Slipknot came out and new metal stuff. <laughs> yeah. That was, that, that was the time. Yeah. That was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you know, what kind of a student were you, you know, what, what sort of, was there anything that really, you know, excited you about school or education or whatnot? Um, probably just music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was pretty good up until fourth form and I decided that I just wanted to do music all the time and my English book was filled with lyrics and I was always late for class because I'd be in the music room at lunchtime and I wouldn't hear the bell. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I was always always there playing, you know, learning guitar or playing on the instruments or, you know, that sort of thing. That's that's pretty much what got me through high school. I, um yeah, the only thing I was really excited for every day. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Like, um, even though I, you know, I'm not a musician myself. Like when I was in middle school and high school, I loved music and loved hip hop so much that all yeah. my like English things that like papers and stories, if we if it was open ended, ended up being about music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like an essay about Tupac or something, or a bunch of, yeah. or a bunch of characters based on like the Wu Tang Clan or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Um, at what point did you kind of make those first steps towards you know just loving music into hey let's actually write some music let's perform in a band you know take like a serious step. Um. I remember I was, I was 15 and there was this high school band that I used to watch performing a lot in the music room and they um, need a vocalist and I was just like, okay, I jumped up and they were like, I did a big scream one day and they're like, whoa, and I didn't even know I could do that. And <laughs> so, we, yeah, we performed in the talent quest and I guess it kind of went from there and and then the next year I, I joined a band um, with a whole lot of musicians around Rotorua and we entered a, a big school competition like nationwide called um, Smoke Free Rock Quest and won our regional and I won all these prizes and stuff like Women's Musicianship and Lyric Writers Award and um, yeah I was like definitely just like okay this is what I want to do um, I'm going to carry on after high school and I did <laughs> How you know how uh, how did the the schools or your local government or New Zealand in general sort of uh, kind of support the arts and music and people that wanted to do music? Um, school was pretty supportive. Uh, I had a really supportive music teacher. Um, and especially with the Rock Quest, it helps musicians get out there. Um, and I think our government's pretty good with music. There's a lot, We have a lot of um, you know, festivals and stuff going around. Every year we have Homegrown, which is a big Kiwi uh, music fest in Wellington. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it always sells out, always goes off, and it's just 
absolutely amazing. There's all, all these different stages. Um, we were actually supposed to play it last weekend, but it got postponed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Corona, everything else. So, yeah. <laughs> but no, New Zealand's pretty cool for music, but we do, there is a lot of um, tall poppy syndrome, unfortunately. <laughs> Wait, what's that? <laughs> oh, just like if someone you, you know, you see a band or something starting to get really good or getting noticed overseas and then people start talking shit about you because they're jealous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. It just has a cute name out over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so once you start to get serious as a band after high school and whatnot, like what's the music scene like out there where you're from, you know, sort of paint that picture for me if you can. Um, Rotorua wasn't too bustling. Like, uh, these people in in the city I was raised in were more into to hip hop and R and B. Um, so we we did a lot of travelling out to like Hamilton, where I live now, and Auckland, because there were actually like bars specialising to the rock and metal crowd. Um, so that was always fun, and there, there still is around the country as well. Um, but yeah, not so much in my my town that I was raised. <laughs> Still isn't really. <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel like uh, bands have to do, especially in rock and metal, from New Zealand to get attention outside of New Zealand? Um, travel, <laughs> travel outside, um, and just really push yourself. Um, you know, try and try and be different than that other rock band in New Zealand. Um. Yeah, for us, we started to get a a following in, in UK and Europe because we, we go there every year. Though so, um, this year, we obviously, we're supposed to be flying out soon and we can't. Hello, darling. <laughs> Sorry, it's my three-year-old. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello, Mama, <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. Away. <laughs> How cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't mention on my mom. So, you know, you know, what's been the response when you tour out in Europe, UK for the band sort of, you know, why do you feel like they appreciate what you guys do? Um, I'm not too sure. I just, I guess, because we do bring something a little bit different. Um, I run around on stage a lot, cartwheels, splits. All right. <laughs> we have the, the, I think it's just the energy that we bring as well. Um, and we did a tour with Hailstorm in Europe uh, two years back, and I think that really helped us as well because they had we've got you know Hailstorm's fan base, and then we were opening for them every night, and I mean being compared to Lizzie Howell a lot, but I've also got the, the growl that comes with it. And a lot of people, I guess, had never really seen that in, in a female. <laughs> yeah, there's a few, yeah. but like not really either. It's like one thing or another, but you can do both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when, you, when you're getting these sort of comparisons, you know, you look, you know... What go, it kind of goes through your head, you know, what, what, is there anybody that you look up to, you know, whether it's just musicians in general or women in rock music, you know, what, what are some things that you, it goes through your head and some things that you look up to? Um, yeah, Lizzie Howe's probably 
definitely one of them, especially being on tour with her because we toured with them in New Zealand and Australia as well. Um, and she just, she brings it like every night. They all bring it every night, just like, like it's their first show, you know? Right. Um, and that, that's really inspirational. And, um, yeah, just, just other bands, I guess. Um, we, we toured with an, a Canadian band called Sumo Psycho. Okay. Um, yeah, and they were just like that as well, just very energetic on stage every night, night after night, just up there. As a, You know, if you're sick, you're still going to get up there and do your thing. Um, but, I mean, I'm, I'm inspired still by like, a lot of bands like Deftones. Um, once again, they were going to be playing our shores uh, two weeks back, but it got postponed. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, Deftones is one of my favorite bands of all time too. Yeah. <laughs> They're wicked. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know as the lead singer of this band, being a woman in, you know, hard rock metal, do you, you know, do you like doing these shows with other bands that have uh, female led uh you know, vocalists or, you know, do you just not care? Do you like, like, do you like going on the road with other women? Um, haven't really, I mean, I've, yeah, I've been on the road, obviously with Hailstorm and Sumo Psycho, but, um, yeah, I don't really care. It doesn't really bother me like male, female, whatever. It's, it's all cool. <laughs> as long as everyone gets along and no one's a dick. <laughs> of course, cool. you know. That's that's, yeah. that's that's what I'm about, you know. Whatever, don't be a dick, <laughs> you know. Was there ever any pushback, like, in your local scenes when you were coming up, being a, a woman vocalist in these bands? Um, a little bit. Like, people would sort of talk shit about you because you're a female doing this, and it wasn't really heard of. And um, because you know, in New Zealand, there's not a lot of female rock bands, and um, you know, I just ignore it. I don't care, whatever. Just I'm doing my thing, and I'm 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 in, I'm loving it, and I'm I get to travel when there isn't a virus. Um, <laughs> I get to travel the world doing what I love. So yeah, they can they can talk shit as much as they like because I'm still getting you know getting to do what I love around the world, and yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> what's your you know what's your favorite thing about touring? Uh, you know, is there do you have a favorite city? You know, is there anything that you've learned about yourself? you know, touring with this band? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, when we tour, I love just having a lot of rest days. I like going for walks by myself. So, like, go and explore a city. Um, you know, we were in, last time we were in Berlin, like, I've been there a few times now, but um, I sort of took a walk by myself into the city, and it was about an hour walk by myself but that's, that's kind of what I do I like to have little adventures and just feel like I'm finding myself you know um and favorite favorite places um hmm love Aussie um you know Melbourne Sydney's pretty cool Brizzy um and and UK I always love London we have a lot of Kiwis come to our shows um Germany uh Italy uh well yeah milan um love denmark i've got you know actually my name skulander is danish so i feel like we've got a bit of family history there okay uh, yeah amsterdam is <laughs> <It's> cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it's, it's, 
so many places that are awesome. Just it's cool to to travel. I mean, because New Zealand isn't very old either. We're only about two hundred years old, and so there's there's not a lot of history in our country. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, when when you're not being tied down by a worldwide epidemic virus, <laughs> what yeah. um, what are some of your favorite things to do? When you're at home, like in the area, what like what's the coolest things to do in New Zealand? Um, just get out and see a lot of the touristy places, I guess. Like, um, oh, what happened there? Oh, still there? You know what's going on here? I can still hear you. Okay. Um, yeah, and just uh, like we've got luge in Rotorua, um, you know, gondolas. Um, getting out to the beaches. We've got some beautiful beaches here. And, like, the, the cool thing with New Zealand is you're always, like, a few hours away from a beach or you're a few hours away from the snowy mountains sort of thing. Um, but at home, um, like, I'm keeping up with my fitness, especially at the moment, and I do a lot of pole fit. <laughs> so pole dance for strength. Okay. Which I really – yeah, and aerial hoops. So, um yeah, sort of the circus arts. <laughs> Pretty fun. Nice, nice. What's, yeah. you know, you have the new album out, you know. What, what do you hope people get out of this album that maybe, like, just in general, what do you hope your listeners get out of this new album? Um, well, at the moment, especially, just being able to relate to the album. We've got a lot of songs that are quite emotional, like... Um, you know, our song Endo, which was written about my my stage four endometriosis that I didn't even know I had until I was told that I had a 11 centimeter mass growing on my pelvis. Oh, um, yeah. sorry to hear that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and, you know, just I have a lot of women come up to me when we play this song and just go, well, thank you for writing this song. You know, it really touched me. And thank you for bringing this, um, this topic to air because a lot of people don't really talk about it. Um, yeah, and a lot and, of people, and a lot of, and I got a lot of women. I know a lot of my women friends. They, you know, there's many of them that have endometriosis, and there's a lot of struggle with, you know, just getting for them to get doctors to believe the yeah, the shit that they that they're going here. through. Yeah, it is. It's the same here as well. It's it's silly, and um, there's a lot of people suffering. And um, also, we've got a, a song on the album about suicide and you know that's something else that we everyone needs to be talking about more of course and mental health yeah um so we're hoping that this is going to bring some things to light for people um yeah and it's going to uh, maybe keep some people busy with lockdown because <laughs> i think most of the world most of the world is in lockdown <laughs> basically yeah basically <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> was uh was that lovely little girl that came came up there for a little bit your only only child? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. How you know how has like your music and just your perspective of everything changed, you know, when you became a mother? Um well, I just didn't want to let being a mum stop me from doing anything, so I wanted to prove people wrong like a lot of people are like, oh, you're pregnant or you're going to have a baby or that's the end of devil skin. Well, no. And we went on, like, we did our first show back 
after I had her three months after and we opened for Disturbed at Victor Arena in New Zealand to like thousands and thousands of people. Okay. And then, okay. yeah, and then I went on and did a tour with Hailstorm in um, New Zealand and Australia and then I went overseas, took Georgia and my husband overseas and did um, a Europe and UK tour and came back and then went back over like two months later and did some more touring and, you know, it, I wasn't going to let it stop me and I, I've taken her on tours with me. Um, it has been a little bit harder, but if you want it, you're going to work for it. You're going to work harder. <laughs> yeah, there's always somebody, you know, telling women what they should do, if they should be a mother, if they shouldn't be a mother. Yeah. Uh, if, if, a, if a woman doesn't want to have kids, then they, you know, talk shit about that. You know, so yeah. I commend you for being like, yo, I still want to do, I still want to have this musical career, you know, after I have this child, you know, and that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's dope. I like that. What I always like to a uh, ask this question um, during my interviews is that what sort of a nugget of knowledge from your life and career that anybody listening to this? doesn't matter what sort of avenue of artistry that they're in, that they could sort of project into their own life. Um, just with, if you're doing music and you really, really want it, just keep going, you know, don't give up. Um, if people tell you that you, you're not going to get anywhere, we'll prove them wrong, you know, put in the hard work, um, get your music out there. And, and if you really want it, you're going to get it. That's, yeah, <laughs> because that's what we've done. <laughs> we've been knocked down a few times in New Zealand and we've just got back up and just kept going and, and trying. And now this band and, yeah, very happy. <laughs> you know, what, do you, what's, what, what does the band do to sort of keep things fresh, keep things going, even when you do get knocked down? Um, write more music. <laughs> um, yeah, recollect ourselves and just sometimes, you know, anger can, can write some good songs and, um, just keep trying really just try and do things from a different, different perspective. Um, I mean, at the moment it's happening. We, we had all these shows scheduled and we had to postpone or cancel them but we're still trying to, to make sure that people can follow us. And we've got an album coming out next week with no gigs, you know, we can't do our meet and greets, but we're going to release it all on all digital platforms. And then once this lockdown is over for New Zealand, we'll be sending out these hard copies and hopefully meeting with our, our fans and stuff. Um, yeah. That's just hard to say. <laughs> we're seeing right now during this whole, you know, pandemic, lockdown that you know a lot of musicians djs or whatnot are using the videos like on social media and everything to have parties have dj sets bring like bring a positive energy through music you know to everybody that's sort of freaking out right now you know what's your what's your perspective about that and what do you what do you hope this band can do to sort of heal this time for everybody um well i guess yeah i think the djs and stuff getting on and, and doing things is great i mean we we put out a show last saturday which was actually um 
our set from Homegrown Festival two years ago, but it was in virtual reality, so you could watch it on your headsets and stuff. Um, and we had planned to get together to do another internet show, but now we've been told we have to stay in our home, so I don't get to see my band for the next four weeks, maybe six. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're, we're going to release our song. Our music's going to be available on Spotify, so even if people aren't able to to buy the album, they can still listen to it on Spotify. Um, we've got Nail doing run-throughs of his guitar um, and putting that up. Um, I'm even thinking of, of just singing some stuff solo and putting it up, just snippets from the new album. Um, yeah, just trying to engage with, with people as much as we can from the comfort of our own homes. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And finally, like, before we get out of here, how are you, you know, how, how, how are you dealing with all of this, you know, personally? You know, what are you doing to sort of keep your cool during this, you know, shutdown? Um, I'm doing all right. I mean, I was, I was pretty bummed because it was last week that we found out that we lost our tour and, and pretty much everything else, but I've come out of it and now I'm at home with my husband and my daughter and we're just getting through the day with lots of um, activities and I'm doing fitness every day and, you know, there's music. We've got a little arcade in our garage, so just playing some old school like Street Fighter and yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, just keeping busy, trying to remain positive, really. Nice, nice. All right, Jenny, it's been great talking with you. Um, like I said, you know, I really dig the new album, the new album from uh, Devil Skin, uh, which is called Red. will be out April uh, 3rd. Probably uh, that date already passed when I post this, but if, if not, it'll be everywhere. <laughs> And you can listen to it while uh, you're dealing with this worldwide pandemic. Uh, please, everybody, yeah. <laughs> stay indoors. Don't go outside if you don't have to. The more we mm. can uh, lock down right now, the faster we'll get past this. So where can people go online to get more information about uh, Dev Devil Skin, the new album, and you know, stay up to date on everything that will uh, – hopefully be announced in the near future. Oh, you cut out a bit there, but I think I got it. Um, pretty much we've got our Facebook, which is, um, you know, facebook.com, Devilskin New Zealand. Um, same, follow us on Instagram for Devilskin New Zealand. Um, and we have a website as well, which is uh, Um So all the information regarding the album and what's coming up with us will be on there. Ayo, hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Fresh is the Word, hosted and produced by myself, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier, empowered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash fresh of the word. Intro theme music by Foulmouth, Shimmy Bango, and Knox Money. Fresh of the Word is available on all major streaming platforms. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you want to support Fresh of the Word, please consider pledging via Patreon at patreon.com slash fresh of the word. Follow Fresh of the Word on social media on Twitter at Fresh of the Pod, on Instagram at Fresh of the Word Podcast, and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Fresh the Word. For more information about Fresh of the Word and our other podcasts, Breaking Records and Renaissance Soul, and a collection of pop culture articles and reviews, please visit freshofthepodcast.com. Thank you for listening and your support. Goodbye and good night. 
fresh, 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 fresh,